you know, everyone and their mother is starting a podcast, so why not start a podcast with your mother? (laughs) Welcome to Strong Bond. We are a mother-daughter fitness duo here to help make your journey a little easier. There are so many misconceptions and misinformation out there when it comes to overall health and fitness. You can achieve a healthy balance in your life without feeling restricted or obsessing about food and the scale. So come hang with us and learn what it truly means to take care of your body from the inside out. What's up, you guys? My name's Corinne. I'm Chrisanne. And welcome back to Strong Bond Podcast. Happy December. Yeah, yeah. We, it is going to be a happy December. <laughs> yes, I'm it looking is. Forward to, I'm really looking forward to the holidays this year. Me I mean, too. Well, we're, we're, first of all, we're not in lockdown. Weren't we in lockdown last year? Or no, 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 not yet. Were we? No, we, yeah, we were. We were? But we... We skipped, I know we skipped our family party because... Yeah, we didn't have anything like we didn't. I remember Bobby has like a huge work Christmas party. Didn't have that. We we had no Christmas parties. Yeah, yeah, and I we haven't I haven't seen some family members like in a long time because of it. Because sometimes we only see those family members at Christmas. But I'm still looking forward to. The I, holidays, I, I really am. I'm hosting Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's exciting too, right. <laughs> and we're like trying to start new traditions in our family. And one of them, so we're Italian, so we do the seven fishes for Christmas Eve. But what we're going to do like for to prepare like the seven fishes, because obviously she's going to have to help me because I never watch it. <laughs> this is my first time like hosting a real like family event. Family event. Yeah. Right. I mean, family, not event, but family holiday. And we're combining the families, which is going to be interesting yes. too. And Bobby Thank side. Thank God we like each other's family. I like, know. Our family like his family and his family likes our family. I don't know what families do that that don't get along. It's, I couldn't imagine it's it. It's sad. Like anyone out there that is like in just dating right now or you're engaged like I really hope you like your significant other's family members because you marry the family oh yeah that was the one thing I remember my mom saying constantly when you're dating look at the family look at the family because not only do you marry the family your husband will become what the family is too like it's just like I'm I'm my mom Oh, yeah. And I'm you. So it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, even maybe if you don't even like the person, you still become the person to a sense. It's true because it's like literally what you see day in and day out. Like I know there are like some things like like how dad will act like pap and it's just like oh I there's see some that. things I'm like oh my gosh I see it as yeah. you yeah, as you're getting older and it's not necessarily a bad he'll, thing. He'll but... say to me constantly he goes oh my gosh that expression you look just like your mother. I'm like <laughs> That's not a bad thing. Right, right. At least at least it's a good thing. Right. But we're going to try to, like, for the seven fishes, we're going to do the day before Christmas Eve. We're going to make just, like, a bunch of homemade sushi. What else? Linguini and clam. I actually have to go over this because I really don't know. Um, clam chowder is what? Linguini and clam, clam chowder, sushi. We'll do a shrimp cocktail. Um, we're at five, right? Yeah. We're uh, do, cod. Cod, okay. Make cod. Um... And then one more. Something like crab. Do you want me to make like, su- oh no, sushi bake will be soup because we're making sushi. Yeah. Crab um, dip. Crab dip will be one. And But then we're also adding Polish food into this because even though Bobby's um, is very Italian, his family is mostly Polish. So we're going to have a good December and I hope you guys do too because what this episode is mainly going to be about is... When things get hard, what do we do? Because November was a month to I don't want to remember. It was awful for myself, my parents. um, Your grandparents. My grandparents. Your father. Yeah. it's My dogs. (laughs) Your dogs. (laughs) The month of November, oh my gosh. It was scary and it was hard and um, it's turning around. Yeah, light at the end of the tunnel. You know, right at the end of November, the dogs decided (laughs) to get sick. And I'm like, wait, what else can we just add on to this? And I'm just like, that's it. We're turning this around. It's December. It's a new month. And no more anyone getting sick or 
you know, having hard times, hopefully it's, hopefully. it's all behind us now. But like, it is normal. Everyone does go through exactly. hard times. And, and then you can always think of somebody going through a harder time too. Oh, yes. Absolutely. That's where the perspective of life is going right. to be just really important. And like, what I want you guys to get from this episode is just how do we just get, get through whenever things are hard? Because sometimes it can feel like it's never ending. Something something else adds on top of it, which it felt like in the beginning, like, okay, one bad thing. And then it just kept adding on and adding on. And you're and just stress. Like, I mean, look how my body reacted. I really didn't think I was stressing too much about it. And I think I was just so busy worrying about taking care of them that I wasn't realizing that I was actually going through a lot of stress myself over it. Because you're just in like help mode help like mode. you're not focusing on how you feel exactly it, yeah you're just like how do they feel what do I do for them like and I wasn't really thinking of myself and all of a sudden I'm like oh my gosh wait a minute it's been seven days and I have not gone to the bathroom and that's just how my body reacts to stress it shuts down that way and I don't even like it's insane how your body reacts to stress right? like, I'm like that was I really that stressed out? But I must have been. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't think... Well, I noticed the only reason... I don't mean to cut you off, but no, the fine. only reason I know that that was it is because when we realized that my family member that was sick um, was going on the right direction... You said parents already. So yeah, my parents. Yeah. Um, when you're... You know, I saw for the first time after, I don't know how many weeks that my dad was pretty, he was pretty sick. And when I came in to the hospital and saw him and he was joking with me and happy and stuff, I got home, I went to the bathroom. I was like, <laughs> really? Oh, that had to have been it. That I'm is crazy. nuts. Like, was it? It's very personal. I get it, guys. But I'm just saying how sometimes your body reacts to stress. And it's just, that's my weak part. And we yeah. know it. Her, her body, like the way everyone reacts to stress, I think in a different yeah. way. And like, oh, my mom got a infection yeah yeah and that's how her body reacted so it's you know it just yeah it kind of November was a shit show yeah it, it really was like and then we end up with my dog at the end of the month shitting all over the house <laughs> because she's just oh my gosh she I got, didn't know dogs can get like viruses, viruses yeah like that. so I had to call my vet because she was starting to poop blood and I was like, oh, my gosh. So I called my vet, and she said, there is a horrible virus going around for dogs that are giving them terrible diarrhea. And Jeez. she she's a tiny little thing, and she lost so much weight over it because yeah, she had it for so four days. Tiny. Right. And let's just hope that's behind us because that was awful. Yeah. They're, your dogs, like, I... I, I don't, don't get it. I don't either. Ellie, like, knock on wood, she really doesn't have any issues that I've seen yet. But, you know, now that I said that, something's going to end up I happening. Know. You hate to say something because <laughs> you always end up like, why did I even say anything? Right. Okay. And, like, so, you know, we were going through all of that for November. And I hope you guys, like, just understand privacy. We're not going to share in full detail of everything oh, yeah. with that. Um when it comes to just... Well, I think we're respecting their privacy. Right. Yeah. Our family members. Yeah. Um, but if you follow me on social media, which, I mean, that's pretty much how you guys find this podcast. Um, I have been sharing just recently that I have been going through a funk and just on riding the struggle bus, pretty much. I want to talk to you guys about just ways that has been helping me just get through it and... Um, understanding that like this stuff is normal and everyone does go through this to some degree and some people it is a lot worse than others um so hopefully you can just relate to everything that I'm going to talk about I think it's deceiving on social media at least you put it out there that you struggle but I think there's a lot of people that just put the happiest thing face on and don't ever like expose who they really are or what they really go through and it's and it's terrible. It's skewed. Because, well, right. Because then you just think, they're happy all the time. I should be happy all the time. Yep. And exactly. I think that's, that's a very dangerous thing about social media. It, it can be. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And a lot of this talk is going to be about social media. There's so many negatives that comes to social media. And there's so many positives though, too. And in the beginning, when you're starting this, you do just recognize the positives with it. But social media can start to literally run your life. It's insane. When you are on it day in and day out. And like, I think if I 
were little Corinne again in middle school with the social media that's out today, I would have been way messed, way more I messed can't up. Even. I, Dad and I talk about that all the time. Our our childhoods, like I don't know your generation, Dante's generation. I just, I guess you guys adapt and you know, but I think about it and I would have never survived. I remember your father when Facebook first came out. He was so against anything. Like, don't you dare post a thing. Don't you dare join that. He was like, they're going to kidnap you. They're going to kidnap you. They're (laughs) going to. And I'm like, after a while, I started to realize, I'm like, there are millions of people on here. Who's going to pick me out? Like, it's you become so, like, I don't know. The threat went away so fast. Right. And I think it's just because it was something that was foreign to him. I mean, he yeah. has a Facebook oh now. Oh, my gosh. So, and he's he on it Snapchat all the time. Snapchat thing the other day. I'm like, wait, what did you do? Like, I <laughs> he don't has know. Snapchat? Any- oh, God. He took a picture of me eating dinner at the club. And he goes, I sent us to Tara on a snap. I'm like, what? Wait, wait, what? I'm like, my son does that. You don't do that. Like... Get him off a of snap. I'm telling you. What the heck? Oh my gosh, Dad. <laughs> and like, as it's evolved, like we said, just going back to how, it, like the Gen Z, the, their generation and just dealing with social media, the amount of bullying that's going on just through online. I think it's worse than just in person because it's so much easier to be behind oh, a screen. Cowards. Stuff. That's Absolutely. what they are. They're just cowards. And... From, like, when I just started sharing my journey and being consistent on social media, um, it obviously the comparison game starts. You want to look like this person. You want to be like this person. And how you said, like, you social media is just a highlight reel. Like, you're showing the happiest and best moments of your life and you're putting it on there. And then people think, like, my life is not like this at all. And, like, you try to get to... How do I get my life to be like right. this? And, and it's like, not going to be. And you're never happy though. Like, and I'm not good with just explaining when I am going through something, how I'm actually feeling and voicing it. And like, when I first started this, I hit all that. I hit all the bad. I was hiding that, like, I was still struggling with my own weight problem, but I'm, you know, trying to be inspiring and motivating for women. Which but I was struggling myself. It's understandable though, because of people's reactions to you and you're like okay for example I don't do much on social media because I just know um I hurt easy like yeah I'm not a, I'm not a thick-skinned person well, me either yeah and I mean literally I remember when I worked for the airlines you can like ask people to work for your shift and I was scared to death to ask somebody because I was afraid they say no yep like and what they think about you after that. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, I was rejected. Yeah. But maybe they couldn't work for me. Like, but I took it as rejection. I know from just that, that for me posting things on social media and somebody saying something ignorant or condescending or a hater or, you know what I mean, because those are out there. The I trolls I are so real. <laughs> I know I can't take it. As much as I can say, oh, it's just, you know, that's just, I can say that to you. If someone says ne- something negative about on, on your post or something... I could be like, just ignore that. Like, those are haters. Those are, but I would never be able to. Right. I know myself. So I don't put myself out there for that reason. Yeah. And it's like almost a good thing. And like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think, like, I would more so just to protect you, let me handle the social media stuff Mm -hmm. so you don't have to. Well, that's what it's turned into. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was just describing to her before we started recording how my relationship like has changed with social media. Yes, I have to be on it for my business. You know, that's how I'm going to grow. Um, But it's the times where you catch yourself scrolling constantly. And I'm not doing this for my business. I am just on TikTok or I'm scrolling through Instagram and I look and I'm like, I just wasted an hour and a half. I could have been doing something so much more productive with my time, but like, it's insane how these apps start to literally roll you like on like subconsciously, I literally will, or what's the right word? Unconsciously. Yeah. I will go in to do something or text someone. And then I go to hit Instagram and I'm like, holy crap. Like, how does it happen like that? And, um, so it's just like developing a better relationship just with like having boundaries for social media, I, I think. I think it's your generation as well. I mean, I don't I don't purposely 
think about social media. So if I ever look at my phone, it's because someone texts me or something like that. But I never go think to go to look at social media. It's like, okay, let me go on Instagram now. Right. Right. Because I'm just like focused on, okay, I have to cook this. I have to do this. I have to clean this. I have to go here. I have to go there. That's my thinking. And then when I sit down and relax at night and dad has something on TV that I'm just like not interested in or a commercial comes on or something, then I'm like, oh what did Corinne do on social media today? And I'll go on Instagram to see you basically. Right. And then maybe look at a few things and then I'm off. I don't really, I don't have a thought process. I think that you do. Oh, and I do look every morning to see whose birthday it is. (laughs) That's a good thing. I like Facebook gives us that notification for that reason. Like what I have been doing guys to just lower the stress on just social media in general, because it is a very freeing feeling when you're off your phone for a little bit and you're like, who cares what the heck the world is doing? Half of these are strangers. I don't even know that. Like I just aspire to one day be, but it's just like what they're posting is just, it's not real life. And that's what you guys have to understand. A lot of this stuff is just a highlight reel. Um, There are more and more influencers out there that are showing the bad of things, which I do appreciate. And that's what I'm really trying to do. It's hard because again, you're scared to be judged. I let people affect me way too much, just like you do. I'm growing thicker skin as I go, but I do have a lot of support from you guys, Bobby, like you help me out with it. But there has to be a fine line of just like, how do we develop a better relationship around this and like just focus on ourselves more because if you're in this funk right now or you're dealing with like a really hard time right now social media is not going to be the answer to go to well like you said you were giving me that example of the one girl who got addicted to social media because of the dopamine response of Mm -hmm. people like liking her stuff and all that stuff and what happens when that's not always right like and more negative comes or nothing comes how how do you feel about yourself you should not let social media control your happiness absolutely not like that is the last thing (laughs) because that one time where there was like a blackout and instagram and facebook were down I was so happy. Like, it was so wow. weird. I was so happy because it and was such... I didn't such... even know it happened. Yeah, you didn't even know it happened. <laughs> it was such a relief for me because I knew I wasn't missing out on anything. It's like a fear. It's like a FOMO of missing out on certain things. And it's like, you know, I'm trying to grow my business too. And you see these just random people start going viral for no reason over a stupid post. And you're just like... You're putting in this effort day in and day out of creating content for people that can just flop. And I'm just like, that just took me three hours to make and barely anyone sees it because Instagram didn't, it didn't do well. So Instagram's not showing it to everyone. And it's so frustrating. So I'm slowly like almost not posting as much because I don't want that feeling to happen. But I also heard like, I I believe I heard Ed Milet say something about Instagram not showing something of his or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's not, it's happening to the best of them. It's happening to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like really hard for now. Like, I guess you can call myself a micro influencer. I don't have a bunch of followers. I'm not like in a hundred thousand or anything like that. It's hard for us to grow because it's Instagram. How much of that is real? What do you mean? Like when you see people that have a bam, just a billion followers is that something that's real I mean I heard that that could be fake it can people can buy followers obviously um and you could be able to you can tell whenever you like go in their followers and see it's all spam accounts that like it's not doing anything for you but Instagram was different a couple years back that it was easier to grow so that's why these people do have more followers because it was easier to grow at that time um but you know all in good time. I'm at this, I used to be so worried about the number and I'm not anymore. I'm just worried about building a community of people. Mm-hmm. And the more, and the reason you want to build the community of people is because you want to help and you want other people to help other people. Exactly. Right. Like, and that's the whole reason that you're doing it. It's not because Corinne wants to be famous and be, yeah, I don't no. even want that. <laughs> well, no, it's too stressful. Exactly. I will be a ball, a, a stress ball. Do you remember when I had that dream that my mom became president <laughs> and I was pissed at her because I was think the only thing I could think of is, Oh my gosh, my mom's president. My life is ruined. Everyone's <laughs> going to know my business. I hate life. I don't want to do this. I was scared to death in right. that dream. And I realized I don't, 
really want to be famous. Mm-mm. I don't think I could handle the... It's, it takes a special person. The attention. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, when you get more of a following, the trolls really do come. I already have some trolls. and What's a troll, then? <laughs> just people are bullied that are by complete strangers. Oh, yeah. It's such a real thing. So, like, that's... And somebody puts their energy into doing that. Well, yeah. And, that's like... crazy. I've... Like, I put up... This was, like, a couple months ago. I just put, like, golden rule, guys. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And this one girl was like, hurt people hurt people. Just remember that. And I was like, that's so true. Like, wow. those people are hurting hurt. inside. And they, like, that's the way that they think is going to make them feel better. To hurt others. Yeah. So, so you got to look at it that way. And, like... That just this entire month of just like you know dealing with um you know the the family issues that I was going through, um and then like it was weird it, like you said as soon as Pap was like feeling better you do feel better and I was like okay I can finally get out of this this is gonna be okay, and then it just like hit me all at once that I was just really stressed out about how I portray myself. Um, through social media, my business, like where I want it to go. Like, I think it was just there. It's just been so busy these past couple months of like moving into the new house. Like I didn't have my focus and it caught up with me that I wasn't focusing so much on that. And like my business is what makes me happy. Helping people makes me feel amazing. And whenever I am just lost and like, I don't know if like my message is coming off as like, is this helping people? I don't know. Right. Like you just get in your own head with all these like horrible Negative like self thoughts. yeah, just self doubt of like why am I even doing this? And like I'm that can literally like relate to just anyone in their career. Like when things get hard, you can't give up. And that's just in my head. I was like, what the heck am I like do I do type thing. So what do you do? And well, what's been helping me right now is just doing things for myself that make me happy. Like what I would do if I was going through this and I didn't have the knowledge I have now, I would just be like, you know how you have resistance towards things where when it becomes really hard, I would just be sitting on the couch not doing anything about it and just freaking out. Like not taking care of myself, not doing, not working out as much. Like there's that one, um, I always said this to people at the gym where we used to work at, um, because it, at, like they, they would find being disciplined, um, is hard. Mm-hmm. And like, when you say, like you just said, finding things that make you happy, I think a lot of people miscue that sitting in front of the television, watching your favorite show with a bag of potato chips is going to make you happy. That gives you pleasure and yeah. pleasure is over when you're done watching that show or you're done eating that bag of chips or, and then the pleasure's done and it's over yeah. and then you have the guilt. Whereas yep. if you were disciplined and you were, you had a long day at work and you're like, I could go home and just pout and, you know, have a Woe beer and me. sit on the couch <laughs> and whatever. Is that truly going to make you happy or stopping off at the gym and getting in a good workout? And when you come home, yeah, that was discipline. And yeah, that was hard. But how happy do you feel? But you feel so much better. And I love that you said, like, people are confused by the difference of being happy and the pleasure. I love the way that you put that because it's so true. And it's like, yeah, that might make you happy in that moment. But you have to think of things that make you happy long term. Right. And generally, it's discipline. And it's good habits that make you happy long term. No, there is nothing wrong with pleasure. Absolutely nothing wrong with pleasure. And, you know, yes, should we have pleasure in our lives absolutely but not to the point where it's going to cause you right unhappiness yeah because there are things that can like you said like eating those bag of chips or wasting your time watching tv like when you could be doing other things and that does come with just building better habits for yourself and it's always going to start guys with that morning routine of having something set that you have to wake up to and look forward to because if you don't it can you being in your own mind and those thoughts all the time is scary with I am not diagnosed with depression I am I would say going through a funk is like a step you feel depressed yeah but you don't but I am have depression right exactly I know there's a deep depression out there that people 
struggle with straight chemical imbalance in their brain. And that's just where it's like anyone that is in a funk or is going through depression, this all applies to what we're talking about because this is how you get out of it or at least like work towards getting better. Having just a good morning routine of just something that you have forward to waking up in the morning, don't get on your phone right away. Put that away and let yourself just have some time to yourself, whether that be in like, I want your mind to like escape and not watching a TV show, doing something that's going to be good for you as in just like reading 10 pages of a book. That will slowly add up, guys. I literally thought that was like the dumbest thing whenever I heard it. And like, I have three books done that I never thought that I would have read before just from doing that every day. Um, Practicing my gratitude, writing things that I'm grateful for, because that gives you such a better perspective. Write down what you plan to get done for the day. Right. Having a to do list. A checklist, right. It's how, and like when you're checking off that checklist, it feels so good to get done. And it's like, it's the hardest part is just starting. The hardest part is just doing this stuff. But once you're in the groove, that's where it does get easier. But I have to literally tell myself in the morning, I have to earn my happiness Mm -hmm. by doing these types of things. Mm -hmm. Um, And the next one is going to be your favorite one. Oh, movement. Yeah. Yeah, just, just move. Like, I literally have worked out since I was 17 years old. I've never not worked out. I mean, maybe when I was pregnant and I was bedridden because I was losing a baby, yes. But no, I was never, never not working out. So I think that attributes to why I don't understand full-blown depression because I've never... I think what could throw me into full-blown depression, um, I mean, yeah, something traumatizing happens to you, obviously. Um, But I think if I were to consistently eat a bad diet that made me feel like crap, and feel guilty over that, and then not do any exercise, I could see me going down a hole. And that's what people are doing, and they're not understanding why they're going down the hole. And it's just like, look at the environment that you're in right now. You're doing this to yourself. Well, and then there there was an excuse to do it last year when everything was shut down, I can't imagine the amount of depression that has happened because of the pandemic. Oh my gosh, yeah. Because I remember just going through a hard time with that. We were... During the shutdown, when everybody was, like, not doing anything, we were working out. We were making videos. Yep. We were, you know what I mean? Keeping so we, our minds busy. Keeping, yeah, busy. So I never I never really felt those effects. And, like, I kept my diet, like, very healthy and what was making me feel good. And I think I didn't feel the effects of it. But, honestly, I could see if I were not to not get out of the house, if so I were easy to go down my worries away... I would just probably fall into a dark hole and I mean, and then put on, you know, 15, 20 pounds. And then feel even worse about yourself. And then you feel worse about yourself. The quarantine 15, that's what they were calling it. So I could see how it happens, but yeah, yeah, having, having these discipline and um, habits, good habits in place can help you never go down that hole. Right. And it doesn't mean like all the things that we're talking about doesn't mean you have to do every single one of them right away because it's not going to last. You need to take it in baby steps and just like make it one goal of I want to make one change a week and I want to I want to stick with it. And there's times where it's not going to happen and it's okay, but we get right back on the track with on track with it and that's how you build the habits. Don't punish yourself because you told yourself Every single day, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. When you're not a morning person, you're not going to do it. So instead, wake up an extra 30 minutes earlier than you were before. Nothing ridiculous that you can't stick to. It makes it manageable. But I'm feeling like when when you're talking about being in that dark funk, I would personally call someone that is the closest to me that I know that will... I could talk it out. Like, yeah. I, I think that would be probably my go-to. It's insane how your... Yeah. <laughs> it's insane how your brain, when you do let it out of what you've just been thinking or feeling, yeah. when you let it out, how it makes you feel better. Yeah. That's why I think therapy is so important for people that don't have someone to talk to. And in all honesty, like, you know, when you're telling what you're going through, you don't want to feel judged. But like, if... I didn't have you, 
I definitely would be talking to a therapist about this stuff because you have to let it out. If you bottle it in for so long, you're going to end up, it's going to be way worse. And everyone tries to like, you know, put it in the corner, put it in the corner. It's eventually all going to come up and it's going to be 10 times worse. I mean, Bobby says that with the way that like, if we're, if we randomly like get in a fight, it's and like I explode. He's like, you bottle things up and you don't say it until like you have yeah. to say it. And then it's all that's, these things that he didn't know that I was upset about. And I'm like, I know that's just how I am. Yeah. Like, I can't help it. And so it's like having that person to be able to talk to is really important for mm-hmm. sure. And then if you feel in a funk too, another thing, if you talk, sometimes you could be in a funk so bad, you don't want to talk to a soul. Yeah. I would get outside. And do a brisk 10-minute walk and just breathe in the fresh air, be in the sun. If it's cold, bundle up and just like it, yeah, it's don't still make gonna be invigorating. And it's still going to just get you out before you start really going down a dark hole. Right. I'm, you make more excuses for yourself whenever it gets colder and it gets darker early and you don't do these things. Yeah. But you don't realize that these things are what make you happy. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like, I don't want to go to the gym, but I know it's going to make me happier afterwards. The hardest part is just making that step to open your car and drive there. Um, if it's more so just like uh, on Sundays, like we like to have a day that like, we're just chilling. He loves watching football all day. And I, I can't just sit there on the couch. I get and, so much done on Sundays for yeah, that reason. <laughs> like, but it, but that's what I've learned has make me feel good. Because the times where I didn't do anything, say I had like resistance on like working just on like work or having to like clean the house. I know I have all these things I have to do, but like you just get in your head and you build up all this resistance that you just don't do any of it. How do you feel the next day when you wake up? And you did clean your bathrooms and you did get your laundry done and you you just feel like the next day you feel like, oh, that's good. And sometimes just a little tip of motivation to get some of that stuff done, put a podcast in while you're doing it. I actually learned that from Kara that used to clean the house. I come home and she's listening to mystery murders or something (laughs) like that. I was like, you know, because I was talking to her and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so into this podcast. She's like that. I clean a room and I don't even know why like, I did it. Her, yeah, her mind is just going somewhere yeah. else again. It's like... Like, you, I'm pissed when I have to run the vacuum because I can't hear it. <laughs> right, like, exactly. Hey, run the vacuum. <laughs> right, right. It helps so much. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you guys, when you're going through a funk, you got to do things that make you happy. Not so much of the pleasure. Not so much of, like, even though, yes, ice cream and sushi makes me happy because I that's, like, my favorite foods, um... When you overdo it, though, then you have the guilt. So it's nothing that you want to have guilt afterwards. So it's trying to find what you need and what what you have to get done in a in a way that you can look at it positively. Right. You know what I mean? I love listening to a good, of course, anything that will educate me and. Oh, you love it. My brain doesn't like, I have to, I'm, I get in different moods. I have like a podcast for entertainment. I have a podcast for education and like a podcast for it's all education with me. Yeah. All education. I know. I can listen I to scientists day in and day out. I will zone out and be like, what did I just listen to? Yeah. Like, and I can't get enough of it. We talked about the morning routine and the movement, like you said, just walking, mm-hmm. um, scheduling workouts, scheduling if you guys are going to like an actual fitness like studio, schedule your workouts ahead of time so it's something that you have just a part of your day. Um, I know right now it's very easy to uh, sleep in as long as you can, hurry up and just like either get on your computer because you're working from home or like rush to the office and you didn't take care of yourself at all. And then you look at the time and it's six o'clock and you didn't do anything for yourself. Like you have to put yourself first with all of this. And like, cause the times where you are going in a funk, you can use these good habits that you have to keep you at least feeling okay. I would say like just everything that I've been going through this month, like I just never wanted to come across that I'm complaining. Like I know people have it way yeah. worse than That's me. That's always a good thing to reflect on is yeah. that like, what you should be grateful for and know that some things can be very bad, but it could be a lot worse. Right. But it's like, you know, acknowledge your feelings. Like it's, you, you shouldn't be punishing yourself because you do feel crappy right now. It's just, it's a normal thing. Happiness doesn't last just like sadness isn't going to last. The emotions come and go. I think a lot of the stemmed 
with you originally um, by talking about this is seasonal depression. Yeah. You know, we don't really touch on that because I think what that's coming up. So December, you're happy because there's parties, there's Christmas, there's New Year's, there's seeing family. What happens in January when it's all oh, over? It's awful. <laughs> well, right. And then it's like, you know, you have three months. I mean, we live in the Northeast, you know, we have three months of darkness and cold and awful weather. It's really hard to like, what do you look forward to? Right. And I would say, have a plan. Yeah. That, and I think, you know, people put, I, I make fun of people with new year's resolutions. I do. I have to say I do, but I worked in a gym my whole life. Right. So I'm like, we're the, I'm there with my clients 24, you know, seven all year round. And then we see this group of people in January for two weeks that we just want to choke out and get out of our way because we know they'll be gone. The in TikToks two are already coming about it? it. It's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> but in a sense though, I think it's a good thing to have a resolution because it gives you that motivation and it gives you, you know, and maybe something will stick or, you know what I mean? So always have it. I think yeah. I say, and I think it'll help you with getting through January, February, March. Right. And if it just happens to land on January, it's fine. Everyone so should what? have a goal. There's a good thing guys. Cause this is the one thing as a trainer that I always cracked me up. Here comes the end of April. I need to go to the beach. Help me get in shape to go to the beach. I'm like, what were you doing since the beginning of January? Like, don't think of the beach in April. Think of the beach, guys, in January. That's when you start. <laughs> but that's where I don't think people understand that nothing good comes easy. And this is what I was talking it takes about a long time. with, like, just, you know, growing my business. I know if I want to be successful at this, I have to put in a lot of work and it can't be just sunshine and rainbows all the time as much as I want it to. And that comes to even just your diet and losing weight. Like it's anything good is not going to come easy. So the easy quick fixes that you're getting that weight off, it's not going to last. And then it's going to even put you in a worse situation. Mm -hmm. So just remember that like these quick fixes are just like, again, the pleasure of being skinny for two days and then you're gaining it yeah. back. Like it's, yeah. And gaining more of it back. And gaining more of it and messing yourself up, even though I know y'all have the good intentions of it. I know. But it's just the messages that you get and the wrong information that's just out there when you type in on Google. Mm -hmm. How do I lose weight fast? They're going to give you a quick or fix even for it. guys that want to put on muscle. No, You're yeah. not going to put muscle on from April, May, and then June being a, and think that you have muscle on you. It's just not going to happen. It takes years. It, but, um, like just seasonal depression, like you said, like have, have a, have a plan for yourself. Mm -hmm. Something that you want to work for. What do you want to accomplish that is realistic? And, um, those small daily habits that we always talked about, that's when that's going to come into play. Yeah. Like everything that we have just been talking about, mm -hmm. if you do really struggle in January and February, you got to have a plan in place for yourself and have a routine that's really good for yourself. Um, and then also, like, again, this is going to be different for people, but like, I try my best to like have a little trip in between these times. Now, depending on if someone can afford it or not, like getting out was great to just plan, like even just a little weekend getaway. And it doesn't even have to be like, oh, I'm going all the way down to Florida, which I am, but um, like go to a cabin and like have like some fun with your friends for the weekend. Like just something that you have to look forward to that's a good idea yeah because like january and february what valentine's day <laughs> that's a i mean your birthday we can look forward to at uh, the no, end. no 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 that's all right i'm getting too old for that <laughs> <laughs> no my birthday sucks because every single time we plan something there's a snowstorm so wait i think i'm actually gonna be in florida for your birthday <gasps> So we'll plan well, something the week. 50th the 51 i don't yeah. care about well we can plan something the weekend before we'll do something um but no we can't plan we have to say Oh, it's not snowing. Let's go somewhere. True. Because <laughs> if you plan it, it'll snow. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Every year. Every year. <laughs> That's the beauty of having January birthday, yeah. I guess. So we'll say the week before, the week after, if the weather's good. Right. We'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, like having just like a little trip plan for yourself can definitely help. And like keeping your house, like your environment clean and cozy feeling. Lighting candles. You don't like candles. I like candles. <sighs> She doesn't like the smell of them. I don't like anything fragrance. Yeah. Pampering yourself a little bit. 
go for treating a, yourself. Yeah, treat right. yourself. Go for a massage. It's wonderful facial. Self care. Self care. Yeah, it's not selfish. Self care yeah. is not selfish. I it's, mean, and if you can't afford that, because it's expensive. If you can't afford it, Google it and do it at home. DIY. Yeah. I, I've done it many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll make you feel good. Yeah. Um, I remember um, it, I when I was pregnant with Dante, when I, when I had, after I'd had him, because I did nothing chemically to myself. I didn't color my hair. I didn't get my nails done or anything. And I just remember afterwards and, you know, I just was like, I have to go get my nails done. I have to, I have to feel like I'm a human being. I have to go get my nails done. And it was one of the most like... Okay, we're we're getting. Well, why do you think women deal with like the postpartum depression so much? Well, like, it's, a, it's a hormonal. It's a huge change of life for you know people, and it can it can be very. And depending on your situation, if you have not much help at home and stuff like that, it can yeah. be very hard on like, women. That's what I'm saying. That is like something. Obviously, I'm like not pregnant, but like that's something that I think of. Like, what if I end up going through that? Like, you mm. can't choose if you go through it or not, right? Um. Yeah. You can. Like, but my In friend my friend was telling me that this, like, one lady that just had a baby, like, she would hear her cry and be, like, disgusted, like, with your own baby. I think it has a lot to do with your diet, though, too. I think if you're an unhealthy person and your body is not right and, you know, you've been filling yourself up with just crap, yeah, I think you're going to have some issues. And I think that goes the same with menopause. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but I do think that your diet and your lifestyle affect... Your hormones. Your hormones. Well, because your hormones just have so much to do with everything. Right. Now, when you go through those big changes and you have your health in check and you've been, you know, taking care of yourself, it ain't going to be as dramatic. Right. You won't go through it. But I guarantee you, Corinne, you've taken care of yourself. I can guarantee that you. Make, that does make sense. Mm-hmm. And, like, even just with, um, you know, women that deal with – I know PCOS is something that's, like, really huge right now. And the information that, like, they're getting from doctors on how to help it is, like, yeah, birth control. But I'm not talking about that. Um, It's – they say you should lose weight and go on a diet. So it's, like, the, the advice that they're giving them is – Is that helpful? Not helpful. Oh, yeah. Because they're in their head of, okay, I need to lose weight – and then they're not thinking of the, you know, safest way to approach it. They're going towards, like, the easier routes or, like, the more restrictive routes because that's what they think that, like, they need to do to cure this. And it's actually causing even more issues. Oh. So it's, like, you yeah. – w- with everything, mm-hmm. it all stems back that, to your lifestyle. I also think that you've been conditioned your whole life to think that this is going to happen. And you can make it up in your mind that it's going to happen. You're going to go through menopause. Like, it's going to happen, and you're going to be depressed, you're going to be bitchy, you're going to be this, you're going to be that. Well, if you think that way, it could happen, but it doesn't happen to everyone. No. I mean, it just, like, why do you think that, I mean, my husband, for an example, if I have a bad day of something, oh, PMS, I'm like, or not PMS, Uh menopause, I'm like, get the hell out of here, I am not going through menopause, I don't have a hot flash, I am, like, I'm completely fine. You've not changed at all. I've not changed at all, and I'm... I haven't had a period in two years and I've not changed at all. I don't know. Like, do you think you're, you've been through menopause at this point? I never feel like I have, but maybe I haven't gone through it yet. I don't know. I don't know, but I stay tuned. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Seriously. I can't wait to see how this happens, but I'm not going to convince myself that I'm going to go through that. Right. Most women have, they just convince themselves postpartum depression. People would just convince themselves that they're going to go through it. I mean, you can make things happen well, so, in your mind. Because it's only, well, oh, yeah, the placebo, is it called, like, the placebo so, effect? Yeah, yeah exactly. that's such a real thing. Exactly. So, yeah, you can, you can, I, I do have to, like, it's a little funny story. After I had Dante, I worked for the airlines. I can't get fired now, so I can say it. <laughs> I worked for the airlines, and we got family leave. It was six weeks. I could not go back to work six weeks. six weeks after Dante I could not go back to work so I faked depression <laughs> I went to you my what? doctor told her that I didn't think I could breathe I couldn't live like I just tried to fake it I don't even know if it was real so she wrote me up a script that I had postpartum depression and I did it but, Wait, but genius. I got six more weeks genius oh my gosh I did not know that I looked up all the symptoms and I just kind of faked it at my doctor's well, appointment well I'm sorry six weeks is not 
enough. enough. Like, mm-hmm. and I know it's like in the United States. I wanted States. six months. <laughs> well, right. No, like literally different countries allow like a year. Like it's so important for the, the mother. I mean, if you can't, you know, you got to go back to work. It's, you know, it's, it's doable, but you know, I just, I was big on breastfeeding. I didn't want to stop that. That is hilarious that you faked breastfeeding. Yeah. I looked up all the symptoms and faked it. (laughs) But it's like, I mean, how can they tell you you're not? Like, that's what I said. They can't take a blood test and say, oh no, she's lying. (laughs) Can't piss in a cup and say she's not depressed. Oh my so, gosh. I mean, I feel like my doctor knew. Probably. But it's just like, this gave girl it to me not, anyway. Like, well, I'm sure she felt bad. Like, oh my gosh. But I was just that desperate to stay home with uh, him. I just don't. a little bit longer. I don't blame you. Without and, quitting my job. Right. And like, that's literally every time I'm like, I try to write like in my gratitude list, like three different things every day. Because I can easily come up with like the three things that I always think of. But one of the main things that I do think of all the time is like, I can create my own schedule and I work from home. When I have kids, I don't have to worry about that. And like, not many people can Yeah, That was that. one of the biggest things when I, when I worked for the airlines and I had both you kids, um, I was grateful that I had a good schedule, um, that I could see you guys at night. But after 9-11, that my, all changed. it all changed. All the people underneath me that took those night shifts got laid off. And my seniority went to crap and I had to work from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. And it like you guys had to give up your sports. Mm -hmm. Dad worked those hours too. Remember, he'd be at the dealership till 9 or 10 o'clock at night. You had to give up your like I couldn't get you to anything. I I think it was dance class. Dance classes. I, I just couldn't get you guys to anything. So and I didn't have anyone to watch you guys. Um. So that was my number one goal was what can I do? That, well, I can work from home or, you know, and that's when I decided to become a personal trainer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it worked because I could, at that time, I could train people out of my house and oh, I remember that. schedule that <laughs> around. Right. Exactly. So, and that worked for me at the time, but I feel for anyone who just struggles with that kind of I, schedule because it was awful. I do too. And it's like. I mean, I didn't even have my husband during the day. Right. Yeah. He was gone all day. And, like, I'm sure, you know, a a lot of people go through that. But wait, wait. Let me reverse that. I didn't have him at night. So I had to go to work at night. Oh, I didn't have him at night. Right. Because he worked at night. Yeah. 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 Anybody who marries anybody who's in the car industry Hmm. just realize you'll be alone a lot. (laughs) Like, he gets up and goes to work at, like, leaves at 730. He doesn't come home till back then. You remember? 9, 930 at night a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotten better, but still. Well, yeah. As he moved up in the chain, it's gotten better. But that's the way it was when you guys were little. So, it was, like... The hardest time. Right. How do I... I had to think, how do I... How does a single mom work and take care of kids? Yeah. That's how you had to think. That's how I had to think. Yeah. That's insane. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's, like... I'm sure anyone that is going through that, you also in your head, like, you have all of these excuses for yourself of why you can't take care of yourself with that. I got up at 4 a.m. and worked out. But if there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, I always had the will. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I have definitely learned that from you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, guys, like, if you are just struggling, going through a hard time right now, uh, just know that it is is going to get better. It might feel like sometimes, oh my gosh, it's getting worse. Cause that's how I felt with me. It was like, I think this is getting better. Then it would just get worse and worse. And then I thought it was okay. And then it's not like, you're going to have up and downs. It's not always going to be like, once you had a good day, it should always be like this. It's going to change. And that's just how life honestly mm-hmm. is. Um, and if you have the discipline, I don't know why I don't like that word. I just think of like my shows of like perfection. And I I think, I think I think of perfection when I think of discipline, but if you have the healthy habits that you are working on and you're just working on yourself, you're earning your happy by doing things that aren't necessarily giving you pleasure and then guilt, but just happiness. You're feeling good after you did a task. That's just how our brains operate. And with the whole social media talk too in the beginning of this, that has a lot of negativity on your mental health, whether it be your self-comparison, wasting hours just scrolling and 
just it it doesn't make you feel good about yourself. I know if I if I was on my phone for an hour and I get off and I'm like, "Wow, I feel great." Mm-hmm. No, I feel horrible. Um so it's just working on those things that like you want to change, but it's just taking taking it slow of just like how can I improve myself? How can I do things that I know are going to make me happy even though you're going to have resistance on it because it are th- it is things that like aren't necessarily easy. Mm-hmm. But it becomes a part of you and it becomes just what you do. We were just talking about like with the gym. It's a part of us. That's just like what we do. We love it so much now. We got skewed a lot in November. Like we we have our certain times that we go and there's so many things that happened that we had to just, you know. It got messed up. (laughs) Yep, got messed up. And instead of just quitting all completely. Oh my gosh, I completely forgot. She had like, she, she, you had your precancerous mole and you had to get surgery on that. And you were out of the gym for two weeks. I I had no idea. So I had a, I had a, um, yeah, precancerous and it wasn't, it wasn't mild. It wasn't bad. It was just like right in the middle, but it had to, I had to have surgery and it was just a small little stitch on my back, but they said you can't lift for two weeks or work out for two weeks. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, she's like, you have to be kidding me right now. Oh my god, now. you did not the tell time me that this. I need to. Yes. So. so that was yeah. I mean, what do you do? I, right. You know, mm-hmm. so you just okay. I walked. You, you did I walk, did. and I you walked. did you did some like workouts I that you probably shouldn't. Out. Yeah, without you know using my bo- upper body for anything, we made it work. Yeah. But that's. Yeah, we but, didn't let it discourage us, but things are going to happen in life, and it doesn't always go the right way that you planned, and you just got to learn to roll with the punches. Yeah, that's definitely what I've been learning. I'm so I've been looking so much into the future of what my future is going to look like instead of just being present in the moment and just working on what I have with right now mm-hmm. instead of in the future. So, um, if you guys take anything away from this. It's a lot of self-work, especially whenever you are going through these funks. And if they're happening more and more often, seek professional help. See a therapist. They are life-changing from my friends that go to them. I personally don't. I do eventually, I think, want to. I think it's it's fascinating learning more about yourself. Well, I think what will help you feel the best about yourself is helping someone else. Yeah. And, like, it is crazy when I had, like, such a bad day. Like, when I say it was awful, as soon as I got on my client calls that I had and I got off, I was like, hmm, I'm happy again. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just crazy how you do need to find things that just make you fulfilled and make you happy and your life is going to be so much better than comparing yourself to some Instagram model that you aspire to be, but you know that it's just – no one I, I am not like anyone else and just know like you are your own inv- individual person and there is a beauty in that and finding your passion and finding what you love to do and working on that day in and day out is a very fulfilling feeling but it's also hard too mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like will... choose your hard right <laughs> right exactly I definitely think helping others and make it, it you can't be depressed if you're a person to help other people you yeah. can't be no right right so that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. So here's we could go on for about sixty. Yeah, yeah other we can. And, and I have a call in reasons. ten minutes. So here is to a good December. Here's mm-hmm. to improving yourself and working on yourself to just be a better you. And on that note, guys, I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Enjoy all of your Christmas parties that mm-hmm. we are finally able to have, and we will talk to you guys next week. Don't forget to give us that five-star review. Helps us so, so much. And until next time, we'll see you. Bye, guys.